I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Welcome to episode 28 in the Top 40 Countdown. This is Rips and Rips, R.I.P.'s, with the lovely Jessica Singer. Uh, if you watch Worst Cooks on Food Network, you might know her. She's the season 26 winner. And if that doesn't tell you how much of a hoot she is, she's just a good time. And this was a fun episode. It was heavy at moments, but she's just so easy to talk to, and it was really wonderful getting to have this moment with her. And I'm glad you guys loved it so much that it's up here in the top 30. So that's fucking rad. She's delightful. Please enjoy this episode and keep enjoying the countdown. Thanks, idiots. You guys, these are words. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we were saying, testing the mic. I am here. Hi, idiots. That's my listeners. Um, I'm here with my amazing, <laughs> soon to not be roommate, Aww. my temporary roommate, Jessica Singer. Hi. Um, literally hitting a CBD <laughs> vape. That's what they're CBD vape. Yeah, as we. CBD vape. Vape. <laughs> CBD vape. V A P E. If we're just spelling everything. <laughs> um, I love you. And, I love you. Uh, Okay, let's just try to dive in here. I There's my water bottle. You guys right. can hear the air conditioning in the background. What else is new? Um, it's not even air. It's a fan. I'm so ADD. My poor. It's not air. It's air. It's air. It's cool down it's there, air. so it's an air conditioner. It, I mean, it's not on the high cool. You guys, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm describing an air conditioner. Why, how, why do people keep tuning into this? Um, it's because of guests like Jessica. Oh, stop it. Um, we're down to two Jessicas in the house. We had three. Yeah. There was a, it's just late 80s, early 90s was a big time for <laughs> Jessicas. It was all about the Jessicas. Oh, my God. My mom thought she was so original. What a fool. Um, for a lot of reasons. But Well, I have an excuse. I was named after my dead brother. Hey. Oh, great segue. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wait, was his name Jesse? <laughs> no. In Judaism, you usually take the first letter of the first name. Oh. And you take that. So his name was Jacob. So I'm Jessica. Uh, what? Okay. Before we dive into this, yes. this <laughs> we're getting right to it, you guys. Dead brothers, dead family. We're here. In Judaism, okay, so if your brother... Usually they uh, take the first letter of the last person that died in your family. Okay, so you I didn't know that. if they just did that. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, whose name would you have taken? My sister was also named after a Jacob, but like another... J so we're all just J's. Just constant <laughs> J's. Just... Jews. J, that's J what is it's for, for Jews. J is for Jews. Jessica's a Hebrew name. It means wealthy. Does it? Yeah. I've never known that. I looked it up once in a name book and I was like, I knew I was a Jew. Uh, and I was like, wealthy? What a scam. Uh, it's all lies. Where's my funds? Where's my Jewish money? Okay, I'll start. <laughs> elephant noise yeah. <laughs> i was like i got the 23 and me where's my check uh where's my development deal hollywood are you listening someone's gonna get mad about this there's gold somewhere for you i'm sure yeah a man <laughs> named gold gold man hey hello uh well let's get into it okay so you were named after your brother uh -huh. so he was already passed away by the time i was born so can we just get into yeah what happened 
Uh, so or how old was he? I first my parents had my sister. So she's the oldest. She's okay. the oldest. Um, and then she, she uh, like three years later, two three years later, uh, Jacob was Jacob. born, and then he's diagnosed with cancer at like two. <gasps> I know. Do you know what kind? It was stomach cancer. Oh. I know. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, You that stomach cancer is always. That's not going to be good. Yeah. And like. Um, oh, little buddy. Yeah. And then he passed away. And then. Uh, then it was a long time. And then my people kept telling my mom to get pregnant right away. It's like, like when people like when a dog dies, they're like, get a puppy. And you're like, can you give me a minute here? And then she won't listen to this. And then she had a, a miscarriage. Uh, and she didn't even really want to be pregnant. It was just, it was just her. Like, what people happened? were telling her to. So then there's like that layer of guilt. Uh, and then they weren't necessarily trying, but they wanted to have another kid. And then I happened. Yay. Yeah. What a little sweet present. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> so that's why me and my sister are 11 years apart. Because. Ah, uh, because of because of the gap all of okay. that so people are like that's so weird why are you so far apart and i'm just like oh, dead brother yeah <laughs> they're waiting for me like you were an accident weren't you and you're like no yeah I, something I might, went terribly wrong i might have a bit about it oh my god i love it you guys jessica's so funny you have to see her um you're in la mostly with stand-up comedy mostly yeah she's got a dope show called it, two dads yeah it's a game show it is a it's yeah. a trivia game show ah, stand-up jokes with my other roommate who you guys have met on the podcast jen scott jen scott um okay so but, yeah questions people will <laughs> so one of my listeners uh andrea who's a friend of mine from college but listens to the podcast uh her father died of cancer when she was two and a half so she relates to like coming into it like having death at a young age but she was wondering if the this i thought was an interesting question partly because i've talked to you about this yeah and i was like oh shit she said did the family dynamic of the house revolve around the loss and she said i only asked because that's how it was with my family yeah it totally it like does and it doesn't uh my parents i should have mentioned this um they do a fundraiser for children's hospital every year yeah is it just generic for the hospital is it's it for the playroom it's specifically Aww. for the playroom because my sister spent so much time there Aww. and it's like a bunch of, yeah, <laughs> it's like really sweet. There's like a plaque there in my brother's name because they've raised so much money over the last oh, that's like so great. 25, more than Jesus, like 30 years. Um, Are they secretly gunning to get the room named after me? <laughs> You're not trying to, but it might You're like, happen. we're just trying to raise money. I'm like, hey, well, you, wanna get, you want that name on the room. And it's like, it's really not about that. But yeah, it's called, <laughs> they do like a fun run every year. It's Jacob's Run. It's like bigger than any holiday in my Jacob's family. Jacob's Run? Yeah. Oh, really? It's like, yeah. And like, it's everyone. We all get together. We do like a barbecue fun run and raise money for Children's Hospital. So that was like the biggest event of the year. So I would say my family did kind of revolve around that. You yeah. Know? What, is it like a ton of planning that goes into yeah. Uh, my dad would do have people over and they'd start barbecuing at like six in the morning and like, wow. <laughs> like seven in the morning and then uh they do like it's run bike walk and then some people just come for the lunch afterwards it's like a big that would be me they do it at like they a clubhouse <laughs> it's really cute though uh yeah i guess people can donate to it there'll probably be a website oh yeah, <laughs> yeah when, what to. time of year do you usually do it it's in october 
every oh, year. So I'll do it if I'm up. back. Yeah. Oh, why have I just committed to a run? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. I lead. Each one of my family members usually leads something. Like my mom leads the run because she's also like an ultra athlete. Uh, um, goddamn. My dad leads the bike, and then my sister's been running now too. So I lead the walk now. <laughs> so I'm like, like, I'll I'm do the walk, walk part. Um, <laughs> I'm high as fuck, and we are walking for money. I'm walking with people that all know my name. I yeah. know five of them. <laughs> You're like, I'm a hero here. You're like, this is my Madison Square Garden. <laughs> wow. Was so, it? Yeah. So coming into a family where, where there's been a loss like that, but it's of someone you never met. Yeah, it's weird. I remember because my parents told me, I mean, they remember this better than I do, but they told me what happened because I was like, what's going on with the Jacob's run? Like, like, I was like three or four. Who's or this Jacob character? Yeah. Why is he getting, why does he have his own run? Yeah. What about Jessica's run? <laughs> and then I guess my first reaction was that I cried because I realized I'd never get to meet him. Oh, was what happened. Uh, and then I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of death in my family at a young age anyway. Yeah. Uh, like my grandpa died when I was, all, all, we're all very close, like lived in the same city. My grandpa died when I was six. Oh. My grandma died when I was nine. My great aunt died when I was eight. It was oh. like a funeral every year from age six to age You're 10. Like, For a while that was our run. Yeah. Like, so I just feel like my brain revolves around, around death. death. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. I don't have a lot of family. I was, I'm like, no, this isn't about me, but I was no, just talking is. about this in therapy Yeah, that like trying to like help my friends who are like going through like their parents aging or whatever. And like, like illness losses. Uh, like I'm, I have like friends with older parents and shit. Yeah. And, um, I'm like, I have a lot of death, but it's all like, it's mostly like heinous crimes. So oh, wow, they're like jarring, but they happen suddenly. So it was just like, boom, they're dead. You know, like there wasn't the period of yeah you don't get that like pre-morning i don't like, know whatever that's called yeah yeah the pre-come to death <laughs> it's like oh pre -come to it'll death. still get you not pregnant um i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> fuck why did i derail i oh. loved that um <laughs> christ on a cracker he wasn't there um shit what were we talking okay so pre death death <laughs> So you cried. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. Was there. And there's a lot of like living up to like. What this. Like when I was six. I was like, is he like part of me? <laughs> yeah. Like did I absorb his soul? <laughs> yeah. I oh, and that is thoughts. weird because. Yeah. Because when. I mean. For people to go to your mother. Well, just have another kid. Yeah. Then it's like. Well, am I here? Like am I on my own freestanding kid? Or am I like filling the void? Yeah. Did you feel a lot of pressure of that? I did. And I feel like there was a lot of pressure of like, I, me and my dad are super close. Yeah. And I like felt bad that he didn't get to like have a son. Yeah. So, there's that, so like, was that like definitely a complex for me of like, and he didn't do anything to create that at all. He's no, a but you go like, father. oh, his only just, son. Yeah. So Jewish, his only son. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, do yeah. Think, do you think maybe you took on some sort of like tomboyish things to be like, I can be a son. Uh, yeah. I wanted to like the things that he thought were cool and do the things that he thought were cool. So I was very into like classic rock music and went to surf camp. Yes. You know, <laughs> like, uh, just because, cause my parents are surfers also. 
Um, your parents are surfers. Yeah. Why are your not as so much cool? anymore, but like they used to surf together all the time. My dad's they still surf when they like go to Costa Rica. Oh my god, when they go to Costa Rica. <laughs> your family seems fun. Yeah, they're super fun and also super filled with death. They're great. Yeah, well, I think death makes you fun because you're like well this is all we have it's exactly and i feel like death makes you appreciate life yeah and they didn't want to raise an artist and i'm like well then you shouldn't have had a kid after your kid died yeah because that's what's gonna happen because um yeah i was born into a death tomb yeah. it's like you're here by the way here's a heavy burden of death yeah Fuck. but like it's totally not something that they did at all but i definitely was like i have to be everything yeah, I just have what's the to pressure the you put on yourself? I yeah, I don't want to let them down. Yeah, uh, to have to to like just seek like quietly internalize like I'm the second chance. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. I'm the do over. I'm here, Indigo. I mean that pressure of I can only imagine like, well, what would this kid have been? And now like, am I living up to? Yeah, what did what was Jacob gonna do? You gonna because I mean, and you're like I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> like I write jokes about cum That's yeah i'm sort of like a doctor of jokes about cum <laughs> so like close uh and they really did think i was gonna be like a doctor or like something big I mean, or everyone like... <laughs> i wonder do parents like actually think that or is it just what they're really hoping for is that they'll get well right after the, like one of the first times I did stand up, my parents saw me and my mom's friend was like, oh, my God, was Jessica like funny growing up? And my mom thinks and she goes, not really. <laughs> it like, hurt like, me more than anything. Like, my soul. <laughs> this is punching me in my core. And then when I brought that up to her, because this was like when I was like 18 and I brought it up to her just like last month. That's and she was so like, funny. well, you were always really smart. <laughs> she was like, I think. You're like, you were like witty. <laughs> That, she's, that's so you were always really smart she didn't go oh sorry i didn't mean it she goes like well <laughs> yeah no 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 <laughs> that's, did you start stand up when you were 18 uh yeah i made a deal with myself when i was 16 that i would do stand up once i turned 18 so you just immediately and i did it <laughs> have you been like were you constantly doing it since then or you no. did it once or a couple times i did it like um Twice or three times when I was 18. Okay. And then I did it, like, I went away to college. And then I retired for a few years. <laughs> Came back. I was still writing a little bit. Well, that's but good. Like, I went, my parents, I was like, I know I want to be a comic. And my parents were like, go to college first, and then we'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, in college, I was like, I knew I wanted to do comedy, but I was like, I just thought I had to go to college. Or yeah. Or some sort of failure. So I, oh, yeah, and like. I don't, they paid for it, so I wasn't going to be like... See, good for you. I'm, like, in debt because I'm, like, I'm a personal failure. If I don't get this degree, I'm never going to use. I'm and it's, like, none of my... Like, I would have been fine. Institutionally, I was, like, college is bullshit, but it was just ingrained in me. Yeah. I think it was just a thing I... I still had the mindset of needing to check off that list of, like... Things you're supposed to do. What makes me a full human. Human adult. Yeah. <laughs> human. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> Ugh. Um, but yeah, so I only did stand up like three times while I was in college, but I graduated early so that I could move home and start doing stand up. Where'd you go to college? You see Santa Cruz. Ooh, yeah. that's like a, I feel like great place for, <laughs> in my mind, stoner culture. And that's based on nothing oh, yeah. except for the skateboard brand Santa Cruz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see those jackets, sweatshirts all the time. I'm like, hey, uh, but <laughs> no, it was, I learned 
a lot about pot. I went to film school, so I just like smoked weed and like and watched like, movies. I like, watch movies for my <laughs> career and analyze my... them. I never took a screenwriting class because I was too scared. Even though that's what really? I really wanted to learn to do. Uh-huh. Oh bummer! I was just too. Sc- I know, and I didn't audition for a sketch team until my last like year there. Were you just? And scared? I overheard them basically saying like we would have picked her, if, but she's a senior. But she's a se- yeah. Oh my I god, like, it's like sorority <laughs> recruitment. We loved her, but. We only have one year with her. It's not worth it. Well, yeah, and I graduated two quarters early, so I literally only would have been able to do it for like a quarter. Uh, <laughs> and that's how long it took me to be like, all right, I'll try. Oh my god! Did you? So, do you want to do all of the, all the things? Like, do you have a focus? Like with your stand-up, do you, or or with comedy, do you have a I have, picture in your mind of what you would like ideally like to end up doing? I have an ultimate dream job, What's which that? would just be a late night talk show host. Oh, that's I so just, cool. Which is like impossible, but like it's not impossible. It's not, but like it's the ultimate. I mean, that's like, that's your like that's the pinnacle. Dream. That's like I've like you've made it. <laughs> like, that's, I love that you have. That. I'll take being a correspondent though. Yeah. I will totally be. <laughs> I will be your man on the street. I'm available. I'll be the person you cut away to in the audience. I am here. Hire, hire her. <laughs> I, I love, I envy people who have a specific goal. Cause I don't other than like, I just want to keep doing stand up, And so, and it's going fine. It's going well, but I wonder if not have, sometimes I wonder if having a goal would, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I don't know. I'm like drive me, but I'm like so much energy. Like you put so much into your stand up that yeah, so you it's actually not like get it's moving not, yeah. and do shit as where I'm like, it'll happen. It'll come to me. <laughs> They'll find me. It's not like there's so many people trying to do this. That there's just right. a bunch of late night scouts out there searching for me. That's the industry. They're like, we want more women hosting late night. That's yeah. what we've been trying to find. They're like, <laughs> hopefully, but, Hey, <laughs> my dream job when I was younger was like I want to host the Daily Show. Oh, uh, you want to like replace John Stewart? But like Michelle Wolf has been my new da- the break with Mi- that's been my new Daily Show. Is that you're show. like oh that's the kind of thing you see yourself doing? I would, uh, I would love that, but I don't know. I love Sarah Silverman's show too. I love all. I want to do something. I would like. <laughs> you want to do something where you're kind of like, move like you're moving the show. Yeah. Well, I like that you have a show. Well, I, I think it's smart. Or that I would host a game show, which is why yeah. I started producing a oh, game show. Which would be, I would love to host a game show. Right? Wouldn't mm. that be so fun? So fun to just get to like, <laughs> like joke around with people and then also just be there when people win fucking cool shit. That yeah, would make me so I love happy. being excited. I get so excited. I could get so excited. I mean, people. I. You as well. Yeah, no, I get so excited. I want to go to Price is Right. I nail uh. game shows. Like. <laughs> I am a great contestant. I feel like I'd be a good host. Yes. But I love, that's what I was just going to say. I love that you started something that sort of is in the vein of what you see yourself doing. Cause I think a lot of people go like, I'd love to be a late night host. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, do you host anything? Like, yeah. are you doing anything to like develop that skill or to possibly be seen doing that? And it's great that you, that's it's, smart. It's not you. just like, I think a lot of people, a lot of comics, we just like, I don't know, I want to do funny stuff. And you just sort of like flounder doing things and don't get specific. Yeah, Jen and I wrote the layout for that show like two years ago. Wow. And just finally actually like started doing it. I mean, it. it's a process. It's a commitment. Especially yeah. something like that, that that's different. It can be A, a lot of work, but scary to go like, well, what if we do it? And our peers are like, oh, fucking this game show. Or like, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's just so it's many. It's just so much fear in doing it wrong when it's like, well, you have to do it wrong to do it right. Yeah. It's also like it's never been done before. So there is no wrong. Yeah. People don't know. Yeah. 
Fuck it. I love that. Um, how do your parents feel about you being a comedian overall? Medium. Yeah. I feel like they, feel they said that they wanted you to be a doctor, but I'm like, are they coming around to it a little? They're very much like, so when are you going to start getting paid for it? Ah. That's where they're at. Just because they see my time and skill is valuable, I think is also what it yeah, is. Yeah. They're just like, we don't and want you like, to be taken advantage of or like not getting your worth. Yeah. They're like, you're putting so much energy into something. And I just basically told my mom, because she's like, what's your game plan? Because they don't love that they're well what they see is they're like smart charming work or hardworking daughters working at a weed store and yeah, doing comedy I was, <laughs> and I was like which are they least <laughs> excited about um like when's the comedy gonna take off so you stop working at that weed store yeah, they don't hate that i work in a weed store but they're like come on um <laughs> but what was it that i basically told them i'm like everyone I'm like, I'm probably going to do it for 10 years before I start making real money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that's, just like, like, that's what you have to that's do. Usually that's usually how it goes. How it go- yeah, exactly. How many years in are you? I am like two and a half Came out in of LA. Three okay. and a half altogether. I like half count my year in yeah. Ventura. So I was going sense. up like three times a week. So Yeah, so it's doing. not like you weren't doing anything. Yeah. But it's not, you can't grind as much. There's just less In a suburb, time. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just starting an open mic in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> You're like, ma'am, please. We had multiple shows at Chinese food restaurants. Ah, uh, yes. Like, more than Ventura. one. <laughs> so we're like, here's a new one. They just keep getting banned. <laughs> like, please stop doing these shows. Um, so, like, I, three years Okay. That's yeah. great. So, let's talk about the weed store stuff. Well, yeah, we can totally do that. Um, so, you've worked at, you worked in the weed community for a while. I've worked at this dispensary for about a year now. Okay, yeah. Do you love yeah. it? I like it. It's good. It's the best shitty job I've ever. You're had. like it's still retail. It's but still it's retail. Like... And now that it's become legal, it's way more retail and it's more difficult. Oh, because it's like more sales, more this, push more the things. And it's a lot of people that don't know anything about pot and think they do. And you're like, uh... and like, or like, and you having to be like nice, but also be like, that's actually wrong. <laughs> yeah, or them being like, I yeah. And it's a lot of tourists. Some of them are really excited and really happy to be there, which is really fun. Oh, that's they're great. like, I've never bought weed at a store before. Oh, yeah, because they're like, this is like a cool California experience. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fun. So that part's cute. And I like that I've learned a lot about um, something I've been consuming for a long time. Yeah. Did it like change <laughs> the way you smoked weed? A little bit. I definitely started using C. I didn't start using CBD until I worked at a weed store. Let's talk about CBD because <laughs> there's a couple people that asked about it. Yeah. Um, are there CBD pens that work well or is it just... They said sublingual, and I don't know if they meant. Oh, sublingual drops are like tinctures. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'll do it. I, basic- like, I like don't know anything. <laughs> I'm just like, I smoked the CBD pin that you let me borrow, and I want to get more of them when it runs out. Yeah, like- good. I'm glad you're using it. Okay, so I'm going to do a simple breakdown. Yes. Uh, Educate us. So this is the spiel I usually give. So THC is the main chemical that we look at in pot. It's a chemical that gets you stoned. Yeah. CBD, I stole this from my coworker Devin. CBD is its non psychoactive cousin. Ah. So CBD is a chemical that does everything we love about That's pot. It's like me and my family. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> CBD does everything we love about pot without getting you high. So it's anti anxiety, anti inflammatory, uh, you know, anti pain. It can make you a little hungry. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, I think is good. It's good for appetite. Some people need that. And yeah. 
So the thing about CBD is um, it's not usually activated in your system without THC. So you need a little bit of... But you don't necessarily need it in that product. THC stays in your system for at least two weeks. Oh, so if you've had some THC. As long as you have any THC, then your cannabinoid receptors are ready. Um, which are like <laughs> cannabinoid receptors <laughs> yeah because we're literally built to consume cannabinoid weed. we receptors. have receptors you mean for blunt wraps <laughs> <laughs> this is a science lesson i love this <laughs> no yeah um so then your like body your body is ready if it's you will like, turned on for the things it needs yeah it's so open a pure cbd vape pen will work if you have some thc in your system okay but if not do like those 20 to 1 drops there's different ratios of like cbd so if you do 20 to 1, then it's going to probably not get you, like, fucked up. You're not going to get high at all. But what about, like, if it's 1 to 1? I have these drops right now yeah. that I've never used. They're 1 to 1, and I'm like, I just don't have the time to find out that they get you high after I take it. So it would depend how many milligrams you're taking. Okay. And it probably has a little line on the little dropper, so you know how many milliliters you're taking. Ah, it okay. should. I haven't uh, even pulled it out. I'm like looking. I can see the case from here. It's like in a box, but like. You haven't even opened the box? No. Well, let me grab it. What's actually. in the box? What's, what's in the box? What's this is a fun box? thing to do on an audio podcast. <laughs> what's in the box? You guys, I got it right here. It's. Is that a Care by Design one? I don't know. Is no, that, CBD Alive. We totally used to sell this. CBD Alive. I got it from this hole in the wall place. So if you ever can't sleep, take this. So this will knock me out. If you take. <laughs> five milligrams or more so that a quarter of the dropper is two milligrams okay um that's just gonna make you feel good okay if you're very very sensitive i am it's gonna get you a little high yeah it's i'm glad i asked you a little high you're not gonna be like stupid but you're gonna be, be more like, relaxed yeah. and like yeah so the first time you try this i would do it at night yeah so that i don't have anywhere to be yeah exactly which is never Shh. Yeah, Come see really. me at the comedy store. But if you did night. like a micro microdose, like one milligram and one milligram, it if, if it affected you at all, it would just be like anti anxiety. Oh, okay. So, so like maybe try like a tiny bit, see how I feel. Yeah. Um, I love one to ones for sleeping. I have um, ten milligrams of each every night to sleep, pretty much. Really? Is that is that a pretty standard amount? Um, I started with five and five. But okay. then I built up a tolerance. Do you have trouble sleeping? Yeah, that's how I started smoking weed in the first place. Oh, it was like just 16. to help us sleep. Oh. Well, like, I smoked weed because I wanted to for fun. Yeah, I was like, oh, I smoked weed when I was 16 to be cool. But then, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want to try it. Um, but then when I realized I, it could help me sleep, I started smoking it every night. Oh, and my wow. friends would be like, you're wasting it. You're not even like, enjoy-. like my friends would literally tell me they that wanted you school. to like be high and be up. And you're like, no, I'm no, I love like sleeping is so hard. Are you not constantly thinking about death? Cause you have a dead brother. <laughs> so funny. I, yeah. like, I'm just awake waiting for death to come take me any minute. Now I'm going <laughs> to, are you not trying to think if your dead brother's living inside you so you can't sleep? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started smoking and I would watch like one show. And then just go to sleep. And just go to sleep. Yeah. yeah, I haven't for a long... I've never... I don't have trouble sleeping, but it's not because I have a healthy sleep pattern. It's because I literally exhaust myself to the point that I just, like, face you plant. You don't and, like, sleep. <sighs> do you? I do, but As it's very... That lives with you, it feels like you do not sleep. Yeah, I, I guess it's like... I Maybe I would have trouble sleeping if I was actually just having to lay down. I just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Don't listen to me. I you figured out your own thing that works. Yeah, well, it's I like, just take drugs. Well, I just go until my body's like good. It just shuts off, and I'm like, uh oh, I'm asleep now. <laughs> but like, I think that's my hesitation with trying stuff is that I'm like, well, what if then I like 
it works so well. I sleep a full eight hours, which is crazy. Like that. That's, that's my, good. Like, you should sleep a full eight I hours. Know. And I'm self care wise. I am trying to be like, if you I don't get home from your set till 2 a.m., don't set an alarm for 6 a.m., you fucking stupid bitch. That's a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm like. I'll be fine. Uh, it's. Well, I feel all. like that's part of what keeps me from going like to seven mics a night. And I'm like, oh, I'm sleeping eight hours. Yeah, but that's like <laughs> smart. I just. I'm nice because I'm always stoned, well slept, and well fed. That's like the only. If any of those things are taking, taken away, I'm a brat. 100%. I don't know. Because I think I'm a pretty nice person. You're very kind. I wonder what kind of person I'd be if I actually was like good at my self-care. Like if I was. You'd probably take over the world. <laughs> like I'm like if I ate all like enough food every day or it's, it's either I don't eat enough or I eat too much and it's not good for me. I mean I don't eat well. I had McDonald's But it's like not being breakfast. hungry. Although my appetite's fucked up. Now I'm just like telling you I'm like oh, I sh- maybe I should smoke that so I have an appetite. It would help. CBD could even help um yeah if i just slept man you're all lucky i don't get enough sleep i'm just kidding <laughs> wait i have more weed specifically weed questions what oh, yeah um how does one get a job at a weed store Mo- multiple people are like that's so funny um, is it just I, can I, anyone go in i applied that's it? <laughs> yeah so there's no like secret like you have to be especially now that it's legal you know what it is harder now than it was a year ago because people want the jobs well, people have ex- weed experience now. Ah, okay. Because also a lot of places are being shut down because they're not following. They don't have regulated everything because oh, it's become a lot so more stringent. Rules. So we just hired like three new people and they all have weed store experience. Uh- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, I didn't. I but it was had such waitressing a... experience, and I went to UC Santa Cruz. <laughs> like she's in Santa Cruz, she'll be fine. And I literally was told this was a great line in my interview. I was like, right now I work in a diner, and the only thing I love more than breakfast is pot. And they're like, you're hired. They literally, he literally went, that's a great line. <laughs> like, the only thing I love. That's like a great like. <laughs> That would be a great this is who I am line for like a dating app. <laughs> the only thing I love more than breakfast is pot. Um, right. I feel like all of my when I had dating apps, I feel like they were all like, let's just get breakfast and tell each other how what why how we're fucked up. Which is like, oh, I shouldn't date anyone. Um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I So now it's like you probably don't even... re- retail <laughs> we're both just like <laughs> Tune into the bonus episode. I'm like, oh, do we want to tell Tinder stories now? Oh, let's let's say those. I'm going to do. You guys, if you're a Patreon subscriber, it may have already come out. Yeah, it probably will have by the time this comes out. But Girls of Goblin Manor. uh, That's what I'm going to just, whatever. We're (laughs) going to do a bonus episode. Um, Go for it. I mean, I can't guarantee it hasn't been licked by several other people, myself included, on accident. (laughs) Just rubs it on my face. (laughs) She's like, I think she's on ecstasy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that laugh i love it <laughs> okay so it's kind of like probably retail experience helps but now that it's more prominent getting weed having weed knowledge at least yeah um educate I mean, yourselves yeah i just had good timing with my resume they happened to be hiring like when i really wanted to quit my shitty diner yeah. job i also think there's something to any type of retail or a lot of jobs it's like 
right place, right time. Because right. when a place is like we really need to hire, they are. Yeah. As someone who's worked in the hiring area of like management and retail, sometimes it's just like, well, fuck, you're here. <laughs> Yeah, no, you seem totally. competent enough. In a weird, I was totally self conscious about it. I even told Jen, I was like, "Am I cute enough to be a bud tender?" Because bud tenders they usually wear like a lot of makeup and have these big nails and like Get wear the these cute. And I was just like, I went in. Oh, hang on for one second. Oh, sorry. Yeah, should I sit back up? I'm so comfortable. You guys, we're back. I had to pause the thing to answer the door. We're filming. We're filming. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're recording Are you hot? in my bedroom and we've both been like sitting up and I came back and Jessica's just fully laying on the, which I'm fine with. It was just so funny. She's just so relaxed. Uh, you have so many pillows. I know. Is well, this okay that I'm doing um, this? I just got like these, there was a sale on pillows. Listen. I love them. No, I. Each and every one of them. I feel like I used to like hate. Not hate, but I used to like hate curl up a lo- like just in one corner of my bed, just like my one little, just like fall asleep. Yeah. And now I have all these pillows. I'll build just like a fort and just fucking lay in it. It's like being on a cloud. It's so much cozier to be surrounded by. Um, you, by the way, are, can always sleep in here when I'm on the road. If that's. Stop it. I'm I not- should have been sleeping in here. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, if that wasn't clear. No, you offered before, but I wanted to be like, I have my own room. I'm fine. <laughs> I did not realize how comfortable your bed was. Yeah. It's. Uh, I made an investment. I was like, you know what? I deserve a bed. For those two hours of sleep. For those, yeah. It's like, if I'm only going to sleep two hours, they better be quality. So I'm proud of my bed. Although, like, when I did the... You guys can't see my bed, but it's very, like, low to the ground with drawers underneath. Yeah. And in my mind... I love it, but I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool, like, low to the ground. I like it. I'm very, like, hippie-ish. I'm also a low to the ground person. And probably Do as you my just art- mean a short person? Is yes, that what a low, low to the, to the ground, ground yes. person? I crawl around a lot. No, low to the ground. And also now that I'm saying this out loud, as my arthritis gets worse, I'm probably going to appreciate that I have a bed that I don't have to climb in. Do you miss being up higher? Is that what you're... I- it's fine, but I do think about... I'm saying this as someone who... This bed does not has not seen the light of day when it comes to, like, sex shit. Like, yeah. I, I like, don't think I... I don't have men over. Like, I'm also, like, not going to men's houses lately or what at all. I mean, look... You just be fucking in public bathrooms. No, I, <laughs> I was on, like, a hot streak of not fucking at all, and I... It, we're not going into my sex life. Uh, Whatever. N- that's for the bonus <laughs> episode. Um, yeah, I just, like, don't have guys in my home it's like a very intimate thing for me to like have a guy in my own like yeah just just as a general thing even when dating it's i'm much more comfortable going to a guy's place and yeah. something about like having a guy in my room feels extremely intimate to me yeah um but then i think about it, i'm like oh but if i was gonna fuck somebody in here like i kind of like the standing up at the bed fucking oh, sometimes yeah. and now this is like Fuck. a weird you can't do that with no. this bed it's too low so like whoever i am you can't have it all no you know <laughs> just we'll have to make do i'm sure whoever you fucking gotta have a habit whoever is the is lucky enough to be bestowed into my life and allowed in my room we're just gonna have to do standing up sex at your place what am I talking about? I don't know. I love this. So I used to think that I had to be cute to be a bud tender. Oh, kidding. let's go back. That's where we left off. No, that's like a lot of pressure. I feel like. And then I 
beat girls in the interview that had bigger nails and were wearing more makeup. The than nail me. thing is just like gross. To I me. did get my nails done for like a really long time. Did you? Did you do like big fake nails? No, I just did like gel bullshit. Yeah, I need to actually. I kind of want to do. I was gonna do that today. Actually, I was gonna get a manicure. Mm. Right. Are you? What are you going to that place on the street? Um, the place <laughs> on Fifty Six is supposed to be good. I just yeah these I did these. Do you want to go? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> if I could do like an express one, I just have so much to do. But I feel like having my nails done will make me feel calm. Yeah, just having like a solid coat makes me feel a little less chaotic. Yeah. Plus, I feel like if I do a gel, that'll last for a while. It's like good to like hit the road with. Yes. Whatever. This is so exciting for everyone. Listening. I was like, we're, just, we're just plotting our day. <laughs> um. Okay. We can fix it in post. But then you, <laughs> yeah. Everyone listening's like, she doesn't do post. Um, it's a nightmare when someone's like, could you actually edit that out? I'm like, I hate you, but I will. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's like, we have a lot of dudes that work there now, though. It's like 50 50 now. Well, because you go, if you see a lot of that, I remember I used to see a lot of, I mean, in Alaska, the big thing growing up was like these little coffee shops you could drive up to. Mm-hmm. And it's always like this. It's just like a little shed with windows on each side. And there's like a coffee shop inside and you drive through, uh-huh. which I don't see anywhere else. And I'm like, that's such a great investment. I wish I could just put one of those up in the parking lot across the street and yeah. just fucking have people drive through. But like we just always cute girls. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, that was like the cute girl job. Yeah. And it's like, oh, or is my place of employment going to expect me to be like super cute? Or, like, will that affect my sales if yeah. I'm not? But it fucking clearly doesn't. No. Like, no. No, you just have to actually be good at your job if you're not going to put on a bunch of makeup. Yeah, and you just I'm have to, like, have some knowledge. <laughs> yeah, like- yeah, no, it's like... Also, I feel like this is so fucked up and it says so much about, I don't know, like, misogyny in the state of the world. But, like, there's probably a lot of people that come in if they, like, want informative... Like, uh-huh. if they want information about, like, they're like, who will educate me on the weed I'm getting? Yeah. It's an unfortunate thing that people go like, well, that pretty girl won't know anything. <laughs> like, and it's like, you're very beautiful. But I mean, like, the the made up <laughs> people go like, well, obviously, that's all she's good for. <laughs> she, there's no way. She doesn't seem like a real human. It's like a 50-50 shot if they're dressed up. And then if they're not, you're like, well, they earned this job. I also do a thing where I just don't wear any makeup at least the first week of a job. So to they assert just... that you're like, this is how I'm going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and if I come in with makeup sometimes, that's okay. That's smart though. Cause I... like also just the anytime you're dealing with a new group of people that as a woman like that you're going to have to deal with regularly, yeah. if you set the standard of having makeup on Ugh. and then one day you come in without makeup, they're Ugh. like, Are you okay? And you're like, Yeah, this is just what I look like without makeup, fuckers. <laughs> And it's just, it's just a whole thing. Right. Like, I love, I love when I have, like, a full face and I feel, like, good. I'm like, oh, I like this extra, like, whatever sometimes. But I don't want that to be my fucking norm. I just. I also don't want to grow to hate the way I look. No. And, like, people that love makeup, good on you, good for you, enjoy it. It's just not my. It just takes so much energy. So much time and money. Yeah. I'm so cheap. I know. And it's like, that's the thing. So every once in a while when I like get my makeup done for something, yeah. it's not, it, I'm like, I love having a different look. It's fun to like oh, yeah. dress up, but no, I'm like, I would rather, I would rather have you think I'm tired than spend fucking a hundred dollars a month on my face. That's yes. for sure. Or whatever. That's probably lowballing for makeup people. I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, Just moisturize and hope for the best. Whatever. But like, you're adorable. It doesn't matter. Like, 
there's like a cute stoner chick and people are probably like she's like someone i'd chill with i feel like also just in sales in general for me what's always helped with like doing well is just people feeling like they're your friend oh yeah and i'm so good at that yeah like i've been manipulating people with false friendship for years i just legitimately want to be everyone's yeah Uh, i feel like so many comics if they can like wrangle all their other little insanities would be great for sales because it's just like hey i'm your buddy yeah exactly i crush in sales jobs which i I sometimes hate knowing but right but it's also like well we all have that to fall back on I could sell most things and then to actually be able to sell something I like is chill. But yeah, so that's weed store job. Yeah. Other questions. Can I ask a couple more weed related? Yes, Let's yes, see. Yes, yes. Um, what are, are, what are the best and worst parts of that job that like people maybe wouldn't expect? Are there like things that you didn't expect that you'd enjoy or that come up that you're like, this is a nightmare and I wouldn't anticipate this. <laughs> Um, so many things at once yeah the i'll start with good uh i (laughs) like i like that i've learned about like the different properties of pot because i've been consuming it for so long like yes and i've learned to use like cbd for anxiety so i'm not like just crazy stoned all the time to deal with everyone i (laughs) love that are you high all the time at work yes why not but like not as high as some of other people are yeah i'm like very medium stoned my regular day-to-day thing i've been smoking is a cartridge that's um three to one cbd to thc so it's Ah. like 60 percent cbd and like 20 percent thc okay this is a dumb question with the thc because i know they have like sativas and indicas yeah is the thc and that stuff does that differ or is that just it does. like okay mine's a hybrid okay cool because i really like hybrids and hybrids obviously like somewhere in the middle, middle yeah sativas um and this is super generally speaking so everyone's um, everybody's brain's different this is going to be about 80 percent of people okay um sativa is going to be more of a head high more energetic more uplifting sometimes anxiety inducing because it gets your brain thinking a lot yeah i've been using mine as like adderall <laughs> yeah you probably have like a jack herrera or like a green crack or something yeah um, and then indica, what I always tell people is indica is in the couch. Indica. Body high, sleepy. That's a good, like, <laughs> it's nighttime. Yeah. I want to relax. Exactly. And then a hybrid, you get a little bit of a head high and a little bit of a body high, so which is like I like. Coasting. Exactly. It's like your body's chill, but your brain can still function. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can get off the couch and... St- uh-huh. And You'll feel a little floaty, but you can still move. Yeah. Like- That's good to know. Well, I feel like all this stuff is starting to slowly become more... I guess I live in California, so it's naive to say it's common knowledge, but I feel like it's definitely more out there. Yeah, it's more. Than it was. I mean, in high school, it's just like you smoke it and fucking whatever ride you go on, you're going on. Yeah. Like Matt Nuska Thunderfuck. And then you're, (laughs) I don't know, snorting Doritos or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Classic. It was like, I was like, stoner move of snorting and Doritos. It was like, I need them in me quicker. (laughs) I need to consume the cheddar powder. I need that cheddar rush. (laughs) Yeah. I need the extreme cheddar. <laughs> I'm a piece of human trash. Um, um, but yeah, so I'm like a little stoned at work because that's what I smoke. But it's yeah. mostly just for anxiety and getting leveled. And then I eat a five milligram edible on my lunch break usually, which is very really? small. And I guess that's just, not a lot. For me, it's not. Most people are like, five milligrams, do you even feel anything? And it's like, well, here's the thing. When I come down from smoking on my lunch break like an hour afterwards, that kicks in. So I don't come down and become groggy. I just kind of coast just for the coast last couple down. hours. Yeah. For me, it's, <laughs> it's always like a crapshoot with edibles. So I don't like to do them a lot. But I found these cookies in Colorado that are... Um, 
I'm fucking blanking on the name. Was it Dr. Norms? No, Pete, they're Pete's? green. Mm, sweet green? No. Maybe. Maybe. Shit. I'll post you. But you I'll, liked them? Yeah. And it was like just enough if I ate half of those. And they're 10 milligrams. So, I'm thinking so you about had five, five milligrams. milligrams. Yeah. And it's just like a little like tiny uptick in my mood. Because mm-hmm. I'm a re- like at my core, like chaotic shit happens and like whatever but like at my core i'm a very happy person in general totally i think and then like so just like a little bit of a lift and and just like calm yeah and uh, and i think that i don't it's one of those things where i don't know if they actually are helping with pain or if the the way they calm me down alleviates some some of my tension i think it's both yeah i genuinely think it's both because i also I mean, I don't have the kind of like pain that you deal with, but I have I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, yeah, so, so I get like, like chronic, crazy like and a- t- insane cramps and shit. I don't really get cysts that rupture anymore because I'm on birth control. But oh. uh, thank you, birth control. Don't take it away from us. Yeah, shout out. I say to us. <laughs> my friends that are on it. Yeah, <clears throat> shout out to Planned Parenthood. I get my year's supply full free. Fuck yes. Up in at twenty in the little donation box. Yes. Like, thank you. Donate to Planned Parenthood. You're keeping my roommates from being in severe pain. Yeah. Yes, um, but yeah, with cramps and stuff, it's it dulls the pain a little bit, and you don't care about the pain as yeah. much as genuinely part of it. Well, and, and like, I think for me, and I, I guess I get I'm and obviously having a period cramp is not the same thing as, but I'm trying to think of like, do I tense up with period cramps? And I hundred percent do. Oh, you do because your body's in fight or flight mode, and when you feel any pain, your body's gonna want to fight. Yeah, I think that pain is coming from somewhere. Because I definitely do that with just like my arthritis, and you I'm just like tense up and get in. And fight I think mode. that's like piling on. You yeah, know what I mean, because you're like now tensing up the place where it's painful, 100%. which is the instinct. But I went to this. What I would con- I think most people would non-LA people would think it was a little weird this I've talked about it on several podcasts uh just briefly but it's sort of like alternative therapy it was like acupressure kind of interesting but she really instilled this like because she'd push on like pressure points or areas where it was like she'd barely touch you and it'd be like bursting with pain my but oh she, you mean like my entire back I'm just kidding. yeah I mean like it was crazy though but the what she did yeah. was like talk you through not reacting to the pain oh, so crazy. instead of like tensing up around it just like letting it go and like feeling the pain run through you but it would like release it. Yeah. And so anyway, that, that sounds was, awesome. Yeah. I want to go. She's just, she's, uh, I just time wise and money wise can't afford it right now, but she's fucking someone who I would send literally anyone to like a hundred percent recommend her. Um, <clears throat> it's called the Grinberg method. Look it up. Nice. Raquel. But like, yeah, just learning to, and I've incorporated just from doing sessions with her. It's still like the reaction is still there. The like fight or flight. Yeah. Because when I first started going to this woman, she's like, you exist in fight or flight. Like you're never. And I didn't realize that. I didn't know I had triggers until I started like working on my body and really realizing like, oh, almost everything around me is triggering me. Yeah. I just have all these like deep seated psychological things where I'm constantly like ready to fucking bolt. 100%. And so now getting to a point where it doesn't, I don't always catch myself, but feeling pain and then going okay you know what i'm gonna like breathe through it just let the pain happen for a minute and like not try to like anyway that was what am i high i i bring that out in people <laughs> it's a beautiful thing do you have a i know you said you like hybrids do you have a favorite strain Ooh, uh one of my favorites i have two favorite strains i think um orange cookies 
is really good. I just love the name. Girl Scout Cookies is the one I've tried that I like really love. Girl Scout Cookies is amazing. So Girl Scout Cookies is a slightly indica dominant hybrid. Ah. Um, so if that's crossed with this like orange, I think it's like orange crush or something. I'm mm. not 100% sure. So it makes it slightly more sativa. Like okay. maybe like 60-40. Like it's almost down the middle, but very slightly sativa dominant hybrid. Okay. Oh, it's sativa or indica? For orange cookies, it's oh, orange slightly cookies. sativa. Because oh, okay. it brings it up a little bit. I maybe would prefer that. It's so good. I want um, actual cookies right now. I always want cookies. Uh, and then my other favorite strain is a strain called Quest. A strain called Quest? It's called a strain called Quest. Yeah, I figured yeah. that's <laughs> fucking... And what is that? Is that like a, it's a hybrid. also a hybrid? Um, the newest test results, because I'd never seen them before. I always thought it was a down-the-middle hybrid, but it's being tested to be indica-dominant. So oh, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's a very... When I describe it at the weed store, I'm like, this is a choose-your-own-adventure pot. If you want to get stuff done and do stuff on this, you can. If but you if you decide just, to lean into it, you can just do nothing. Yeah, which is what I like in a fl- in a in a pot where that it's like it, if I change my mind and I don't want to relax, I'll be able to. Get yeah, because like, sometimes it's like, well, no turning back. Nothing's yeah, getting done. I always say, I mean, like if someone's smoking me out, I'm not picky. But yeah. if I'm smoking my own stuff, I don't smoke indica during the day. It yeah. makes me stupid. <laughs> it makes me stupid. So it makes funny. me lazy. Yeah. No, I I'm like afraid of indicas because I'm like I don't have time to. Yeah. become a bum on my couch right like I, if i thought i had to, if i wanted to take a day and in theory i do but then i if you i take don't you know if i take i mean i've literally had a therapist tell me to, anxiety hiccup about you not <laughs> when they, yeah <laughs> like you never rest i've had a therapist be like in your calendar put in two hours you're going to relax and i tried and i didn't and then like within 10 minutes i was like i'm i'm a failure i have to work on something 10 minutes of your two hour break yeah and i was like i quit (laughs) um you know (laughs) we're all learning i'm trying to get better but no i know what you do i feel like uh, well i'm panicking (laughs) nailing it um yeah i feel like indica if it was like you know what i really want to relax yeah is the only time i'd be like i'm going to smoke this maybe i should if i ever go like i've taken the day it will force me (laughs) but then i'll just be on the couch like no anxiety though like Sometimes indica makes my brain because I'm so relaxed. It lets my thoughts just kind of wander, and it can get really bad. And you're like, I can't. So I that's when CBD comes in handy. If anyone's ever too high or anxious when they're high or any of that, CBD it does make you a little bit more stoned sometimes, but it also just makes you not care. It levels that you you're out. Stoned. Yeah, you're like it so dulls the anxiety. Wanted, yeah. So if you wanted to take a day, I would say do those drops that you okay. have that are one to one. Okay. More than smoke. I mean, you can smoke a little. Ten years from too. now, when I finally take a day, <laughs> drink that whole bottle and I sleep d- for two days. Ah, uh, <laughs> I'll wake up and be like, I should have done this years ago. Like coming out of a cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> I get addicted to chugging whole bottles of CBD, <laughs> just like. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, I'm like, that's when we lost her. It was a fun run. Um, <laughs> shit. Any? Uh, I think I covered all the questions. Do you have any? glowing wisdom about oh someone asked is there a do you know of a best strain for focusing at work oh or is okay. it vary so it depends on for huh uh, well i just i just said or does it vary yeah i just yeah. interrupted you and no i thought you said it's from gary i'm like all right gary Gary. <laughs> no it's from uh it's from a lady named it's my friend andrea but um hi andrea is there a best Hi, okay. Andrea. <laughs> best strain for, like, focusing. I I have what I call to-do list pot. <gasps> I am listening. 
So that's like what you were saying when you use yours for like Adderall. So those are my top two strains for that. And like, again, this depends on the person. Like but. Adderall as like prescribed, by the way. I'm not like a recreational. Yeah, yeah. it's like very much to get things done. <laughs> to get, yeah, to do list. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, but. I just wanted to be like, just in case it wasn't clear that I'm a workaholic. Um, anyway, to do list. To do list pot, uh, Jack Herrera. Jack Herrera. Green crack. Green crack. And some people like strawberry cough, but it makes me too hazy. Interesting. Yeah. I am curious to try one of those. And are those hybrids? Those are all sativas. Sativas, okay. Um, oh, you had said that. But if what I personally prefer is like a hybrid that has Jack in it, that has Jack Herrera. Ah. Because sometimes straight Jack Herrera gets me like, ugh. Too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with like, and not to keep like comparing it, but with actual Adderall. Yeah. If I feel like I take a little too much, I'm like, ugh, I'm like jittery. And then... If or I take like, any, that's what I'm like. Yeah, well, yeah, no. That's that's why I, I like having the idea of, like, a weed substitute because Adderall cracks me out and, like, fucks me up. But it does. The f- I Like, I miss the focus. Yeah. But I don't miss the... Also, if I'm focused on the wrong thing when it kicks in, I guess I'm just focused on this for the next 12 hours. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> like, I was going to write all of this, but now I guess I'm cleaning everything. Yeah, I'm cleaning this with a toothbrush. <laughs> this place is disgusting. It is, like, literally meth. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know people's brains react differently, but I don't fucking know how people everyone's, do it. Yeah, everyone. I, mean, I have friends that are like regularly on Adderall, and they have been for years. And like, I, I think I'm starting to see them like come unraveled. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, this is like a lot of my Adderall friends. Adderall friends, my friends who have taken it forever, and like are like twitchy. Yeah, it kind of fucks you up. It has yeah. like I'm pretty sure well, I mean it's a new-ish drug so we don't really know long-term side effects. Yeah, I mean it's literally an amphetamine. Yeah. So that in itself is like what the fuck? I think it's one of those things where in 15 years they're going to be like they were giving this to children. Yeah, whoops a daisy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, and it's just a generation of like twitching millennials like or whatever the generation after millennials is. Just twitchers. Just twitchers. The twitch <laughs> generation. Twitch lineals. <laughs> that was really dumb. I'm sorry. Elephant sound. I love your elephant laugh. It's like whenever I'm like, oh, my body's laughing even though I don't want You're to. You're like, I'm trying not to. Oh, God. I just get the like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm sure they've heard them all by the. Oh, by now. Also, half the time like- I feel like I have overactive saliva glands and like. And I feel like I'm talking like this, and I'm like, but people keep listening, and I'm very appreciative. I'm the opposite. I just always have cotton mouth. You're just like, <laughs> <sighs> fuck. Um, okay. I feel like this was good. I didn't miss any questions. Yeah. This was very informative. Was it? Did I do good? You did great. I feel like we learned a lot. Um, have you ever uh, tried to educate? This is my own question. Like, yeah. we are your family on weed have you ever suggested weed to them for like ailments and they're like how do they feel about that if so i have yelled at my mom to put cbd ointment on her foot for so long she (laughs) She finally started doing it because i've just been giving them stuff and was she like you were right and i not only had to give it to her i had to like put it on her for her to use it (laughs) she's like fine rub my foot that and it's like fine i will make you use milking a massage out of you like well if you want me to use it you're gonna have to rub my feet yeah because i like grazed over this for like a second my mom's an ultra athlete she does like 100 mile runs and bikes and oh like crazy. So she's like a literal like ultra athlete yeah and she runs ultra her own business and, stuff. and does behavioral oh. therapy <laughs> but yeah she's so. like superhuman and then my dad's retired and <laughs> just she, and yeah he chills just getting he, older enjoying um, life yeah he just volunteers at a golf course for free golf 
Oh, that's such an old man thing to do. He's great. I love that. Um, but my dad, I've helped. I mean, I taught him that what he likes is indica. Yeah. <laughs> he knows that now. He's like, um, I want to chill. Yeah, I've been trying to get both my parents to use more CBD, but they won't fully listen. Um, because, like, you know, old. Well, it's also generational, pain. too. Like, I feel like people they're are not anti pop, but they're like, well, I got pills for that. And I'm like, this isn't as bad for you. Yeah, as but, like, pills. this will kill your liver. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they're slowly coming around, but. That's good. Yeah. I feel like my mom would never come around. But really? Yeah. Well, Alaska's. She's in Alaska, right? She's in Korea now, but Alaska's. <laughs> the thing is, is like I also feel like when I go, she would never come around. It's she, my mom is like a is like a severe just addict. Yeah, just in general across the board, she's recovered, allegedly. Uh, but I feel like I don't know if she could even conceive of trying to use marijuana for medicinally. So it'd be like she's very all or nothing with everything she does. That's fair. So she, I feel like there would be no dabbling. She'd be like eating the CBD cream, you know, and. <laughs> thinking it's gonna get her high and she's like i'll find a way uh my mom anything for a buzz life is terrible <laughs> let me feel something yeah. love you mom um no my mom yeah she comes from a family of addicts for sure but that's why she does all the athlete stuff yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's arguably her addiction oh 100 percent. it's so funny when like but it's good for you but it's like good for you when it's like i mean like if i can channel my obsessiveness into things that are good for me like, like constructive every, I, get in, like, yeah. I get in windows of being obsessive about diet which robs me of my time because i'm not good at like cooking and fucking whatever and then i become like this crazy person who's like i haven't left the house in three days because i've been meal prepping but it fucking my body is like yeah, yeah. be obsessed with this yeah so it's it's, it's cool good. that she found a thing yeah um, and then my dad's been smoking. I caught my dad smoking pot before he caught me smoking pot. That's so funny. Yeah. Was he like, well, the jig is up. Or was he like, it's not what you Like, oh, uh, it was really cute. He was smoking in like the room next to my room when I came home from school, high school. Yeah. And it smelled so bad. And I had like found his pot already. I'd been smoking pot already. And I was like, my mom was going to be home soon. So I was like, dad, just to let you know, it like reeks down here. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't want to get blamed for this. Yeah. And he was like. Oh, does it? <laughs> he's all so, high. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm so sorry. Oops. And I was like, it's okay. I just want to like let you know. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, Did he try to like say it was okay. something else? No, not at all. Oh. As I went into my room, he yelled, Thank you for being so understanding. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Do you want a hug? And he's like, No, I'm too fucked up. No, he's I'm like, too, too stoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Um, cause when my sister had caught them smoking, my sister had come home, had like come back home cause she forgot something and they were having a dinner party and like smoking a joint at the dinner Oh my, with like their friends and stuff? Yeah. It's so funny cause it's like, oh yeah, our parents are people. Yeah, 100%. They were like humans before us. A hundred percent. And she was a little bit younger and also more into like dare cause she's 11 years older. It's a different like. <gasps> oh no. So, so she was like, like it's a gateway drug. Yeah. So when she saw them smoking, she like started crying. Oh <laughs> like, God. That's where I was like, it's chill. <laughs> like it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm also about to be really high. <laughs> right? Fuck. So um, that was funny. That's great. Shit. Where can people find you? Oh, people can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jessica420Bro. I love it so much. <laughs> you guys go follow her. She's great. I love you guys. Thank you for having me. Thank this you for great. doing it. Um, you guys, that was Jessica Singer and uh Anything else? Anything you need to plug? Uh, well, Two Dads is the first Monday at every, of every month, 8 p.m. at Skip Town Playhouse. Yes, if you're in L.A., go see Two Dads. Go see Jessica. Follow her. I love you guys. Bye. Love you.